Let's go. We're back. Here we go. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. And on the go, always on the go, our man, Larry Fitzgerald in Mexico City tonight for the big game. Fitzy, how are you? Yeah, it's great to be back here at Mexico City, Jim. I remember playing down here in 2005. Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. You know, I remember the enthusiasm and um, the atmosphere was was like nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, it, w- it took us about two hours to get to the game with the traffic, um, but, but it was awesome. It was great to see just the, the fan support and love for the NFL. Um, you see different jerseys from all – you see Raiders jerseys. You see Chargers jerseys. You see Rams jerseys. You see Bears jerseys. I mean, you see jerseys from every team across the league. So you know the game is alive and well, and they're really, they're really passionate about it. Well, I think it's the Raiders and the Cowboys that stand out as Mexico's teams. Correct, Larry? I don't know. I don't know, Jim. I saw a lot of Cardinals jerseys down here. <laughs> well, that's because they're playing, <laughs> sir. <laughs> hey, what, what else do I have to go off of, Jim? All, all I can do is go off the jerseys I'm seeing on this trip. <laughs> do your research. Come on. Scott Van Pelt would tell you to do your research. I think it's the Raiders who are the number one team in Mexico, followed by the uh, Cowboys, and, and yeah. it's pretty close. But uh, how do you see tonight's game? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close. Um, you know, with Colt McCoy playing, you know, you know the Cardinals will, you know, run a very efficient offense. Ball will come out um, on time, and um, you know the defense has been playing really good. But 49ers have they've been rolling of late, Jim. Um, you know, with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, the way they're able to use Debo Samuel in a plethora of different ways. You know, they they they're playing a much different brand of football than they were earlier in the season. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald, our show. Let's go. Presented by Hertz at Hertz. You can change scenery without ever changing your standards. That's right. No matter where you are with Hertz, you'll always find exactly the right vehicle to make your let's go moment unforgettable. Visit Hertz.com to book today. Hertz, let's go. Is there anything better than the way that the Bills Mafia comes together, no matter what the circumstance is? You talk about let's go. They went out and got their team onto the airplane after a record-setting 77 inches of snow fell in their city in Orchard Park, that stadium, to see those photos, to see those pictures, to see what went on. Just incredible. And the Bills Mafia literally dug their team out to get them to Detroit to play at a neutral field. It was a home field for the Bills against Cleveland. Wow. Just phenomenal. Well, Jim, I mean, I, I we've watched sports for a really long time. I don't know if, if I in my lifetime, maybe you and yours, have seen a, a team, a fan base as passionate and as loyal as the as the Bills Mafia. I mean, we we talked about them digging them out of the city, but we can go on and talk about the charitable contributions they've made to um, players around the league's organizations. You know, it's it's really special what they've created there. Um, um, you know, I, I think it goes back to, you know, when Jim Kelly was fighting his battle with cancer and how that city really, really got behind him. And and now Josh Allen has kind of taken, um, you know, he's kind of taken the, the, the mantle and run with it and built his wing, uh, you know, at the, the local children's hospital. And it's a community that's just truly a passionate uh, about philanthropics, about supporting their team and, and their players. And you just love to see it. And you hope other teams and other cities can do some of the same things. It's just so great to see one of the smallest cities in the National Football League. Like, if you were starting the NFL again, there's no way they would put a team in Buffalo. And what they would be missing is just some of the greatest people and best fans in all of the world of sports. And, and, and it shows the power of sports. It, show, yeah. it shows how a community truly can unite, rejoice, have sorrow around sports. You couldn't have said that any better, Jim. You know, I, I think Buffalo does encapsulate 
you know, what sports is all about. It's about bringing people together for excitement, entertainment, um, and, you know, just uplifting the community. So it's uh, kudos to the, to the Bills Mafia for being great. Great name, too. Is there is there a better name for a fan base than the Bills Mafia? Uh, you know, I have, to, I have to give that some thought. Um, but it's definitely up there, Jim. It's, it's, def, it's, def, it's definitely up there. You think about that. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Our show is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, you just can't stop banking on or off the football field. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Well, it sure looks like the power is with the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They come in to Minnesota and they beat the Vikings. Just trounced them 40 to three. Uh, coming off a loss to the Packers, and the Vikings seemingly on a high beating the Bills. How do you explain that? Are, are, are the Vikings fake? Are the Cowboys great? Or is it one of those quirks? So, Jim, I don't, I don't think it was necessarily one or the other. I, I think the Vikings just played poorly. They didn't come out with any energy. They just lacked enthusiasm. None of the big plays that we saw last week against Buffalo were there. And the Cowboys played amazing. Led by Dak Prescott. I mean, he he was efficient. He didn't make any mistakes. They ran the football consistently, and they had a lot of explosives. And, I mean, you cannot say enough about Dan Quinn's defense. I mean, they they were flying around Jim all game. They made it very difficult on Kirk Cousins. And, I mean, I think this was a, a you know, a, a warning shot to let the league know, hey, we dropped one against the, uh, against the Packers last week that we probably should have won. But this is the kind of quality football that we can play when we're clicking on all cylinders. And do you think the Vikings will recover from this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Vikings are too good. They played at a very high level throughout the course of the year. Um, they they know you, you can't just walk into a game and expect to beat people. I mean, you have to come out and play good football for 60 minutes if you want to beat good teams in the National Football League. So I think this is a great learning experience you're going to be able to go through. You'd rather this happen today than this happen in January in the divisional round when you're playing against a team. You know, still, they have a great chance to be able to have home field, you know, um, you know, except against the Eagles. And I, and I, and I like their chances of play, making a deep playoff run. And we still have seven weeks of the regular season left here to go, and Jerry Jones is now intimating and talking about Super Bowl expectations. Is the cart, as John Madden would say as we celebrate Thanksgiving, ahead of the horse? The, the cart is a tad bit ahead of the horse, Jim. There's a lot of football left to be played, a lot of football left to be played. Teams have to stay healthy, you know, but it's the Cowboys, and Jerry loves to make those headlines, as you know, but I, I think it's a little early, but it, it's definitely a great place for them to be. Um, you know, they won in a dominant fashion on the road, you know, against a really, really good football team. And I just alluded to it. I think it's great to see the National Football League uh, honor uh, the memory of John Madden with Thanksgiving Day football. He meant an awful lot. I believe he was the most popular figure in the history of the NFL. Turned Duncan, uh, which he invented a long, long time ago uh, back on CBS when he was doing the games with Pat Summerall. He brought out that that plate from... New Orleans, one of the chefs came out with a, a duck stuffed in a chicken stuffed in a turkey, and it had eight uh, legs, I believe, or at least six. Uh, did you ever get one of those, uh, Larry? Well, Jim, I, I, I playing for the Cardinals. We didn't get many opportunities to play on Thanksgiving, but I did play in one game out in Philadelphia in 2008. We got smashed. I saw Donovan McNabb and Brian Westbrook and, and Brian Dawkins eating it, but they didn't offer me any for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Well, if you're looking for a great Thanksgiving meal and you want to celebrate your next special occasion, you ought to think about doing it at Morton's The Steakhouse. 
Morton's is the prime place to take your special someone for that perfect steak and an unrivaled dining experience. Visit mortons.com for reservations. Jim, it's exciting, man. Our boy Odell Beckham, he's he's looking for a team to play, Jim. He's looking for a team to play on. I mean, there's a lot of contenders. You know, we, we all know what he did last year with the Rams, helping him before he got injured in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you were a if you were a betting man, Jim, if you if you were a betting man, who would you say? All indications look like he's going to go to the Cowboys. It just seems to be pointing in that direction. Uh, and Odell is a very smart guy, and he's going to pick this thing off. If I were him, I, I think I might just want to go to the Kansas City Chiefs because I think there's a longer window there, uh, not only with this year but next year and beyond if he's capable of playing and wants to play. Uh, and Patrick Mahomes isn't going anywhere. And the Cowboys are off to a great start. But there's been, um, you know, inconsistency there over the years. And and so I think the Kansas City Chiefs would be the best place for him to go if, if in fact, there's room and that's – that's that he's wanted Jim you you couldn't have said it any better you know to have the ability to go and play you know with Pat Mahomes and you know have their best receiver be a tight end and, and Travis Kelsey that leaves you a lot of opportunity to really grow and and expand your role um you know that connection is going to be there for quite a while there's there's a lot of stability with Andy Reid that division we talked about how good we thought the AFC was going to be AFC West in particular was going to be and you know Denver has let us down and Las Vegas has let us down and the Chargers have played well, but they're not on the same level as we as we've seen this year with the Kansas City Chiefs. And you look at that NFC East, it's a lot tougher road. And even Washington has won five of six games. Uh, so that division is, is murderer's row. I, I think it's a lot easier road, you know, for him to be able to go and find pay dirt, you know, going through Kansas City. How about the Chiefs last night against the Chargers, uh, you know? time on the clock and 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 you just know this is going to happen and yeah. and the Chargers did everything basically right except for they scored too soon yeah. uh we've seen that be a problem with other teams too uh Chargers decimated by injuries come out and and now they're five and five on the year and uh the playoffs is going to be an uphill battle it is Jim um you know I, I love the way Justin Herbert competes though that young man is tough he's accurate um athletic i mean he he's got a such a bright future it was good for him to be able to get keenan allen back in the fold he made some plays for him but they did they just scored a little bit too early and i think everybody that was home watching that game we knew exactly what was going to happen you know first he comes out he has the long scramble for about 20 yards gets down and just makes throw after throw after throw and his connection with travis kelsey i don't know how in the world a guy can score three touchdowns most of them in the red zone and everybody in the world knows the ball's going to Travis Kelsey. You know he's coming on the crossing route. You know you know the plays are designed for him, and, and you just can't stop it. He leads the league with 12 touchdown receptions, and he just gets better and better every single week. It's, it's amazing to me. Can you explain that? Because you're in these no. rooms. You, you've you done this. I mean, Cooper Cup, I, I know yeah. he's hurt now, but there's only one guy on the field that can make a play, <laughs> and they always find Cooper Cup, and a lot of times he's alone. A lot of times it's like, what's going on here? And the same thing with Kelsey. And then we yeah. saw it yesterday with Patterson. You got mm -hmm. one guy to stop. Yeah. You got one guy to stop. Instead, he runs the entire length of the field for his ninth career return, a record. There's one guy. Yeah. I mean, tell me, in how, how, case, how in the preparations does this happen? Well, I mean, when you're going through your scouting report meetings on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I mean, he's the point of emphasis. He is the, uh, you know, enemy number one, so so to speak. And, you know, you're doing everything in your power to game plan um, him out of the game. But, you know, that's what that speaks to their greatness, Jim, is that these, these wonderful players are so talented. 
even when the deck is stacked against them, they still find a way to be able to make these plays. And, you know, you see it time and time again with Patterson down, down in Atlanta, um, just being able to always be a game breaker, game wrecker. He's able to make plays always. You know, he played receiver. Now he's playing running back. I mean, you just put the ball in his hand and good things have always happened. Why has this guy been on 19 teams, the Patriots, the Bears, wherever else he's been? Um, well, what happens here? Well, what I think happens, Jim, is when a guy is like a Swiss Army knife, you saw with Devin Hester, too. They tried to play him at wide receiver. You try to play him at all these other positions. You try to justify paying him these, you know, multi-million dollars and, and all they're doing is in return game. You want return on investment, and you try to put him in all these different areas. But if you just let him be the Swiss Army knife he's capable of being, you know, he, he's great. Um, and I think what happens is these teams are always – trying to force a, a square peg into a round hole. And I think finally in Atlanta, he has a team that really appreciates him for his unique skill set, puts him in every opportunity position to win, and he's thriving, and, he, and he's going to continue to. Al Davis said it best all those years ago. There are players. Then there are players who can make plays. Then there are players who can win games. Yeah, Patterson wins games. So forget about the square peg and the round hole and all this other stuff. When you win games, why not pay a guy like that? Why why does it why does it have to come back? Do you have to fit into that that mold? Well, conventional wisdom would would say that's the intelligent way to think about it, Jim. But that's just not how it goes, Jim. You you want to be able to say, look, we, we're paying him to return punts and kickoffs and these things, but you know we need him to play running back and we need him to play wide receiver to justify you know giving him five or six million dollars a year. Um, and they don't really look at return on investment and that every time. You know, teams are, are, are kicking the ball off. There's times there, there's, you know, people trying to keep it away from him and kicking the ball out of bounds. You're getting it on the 40 yard line. So all of these things you don't even take in consideration when you're evaluating how much of an impact he really has on these games. Well, if he was available to the Sam Reeves of the world, to the Jimmy Dunn's of the world, to the Drucks of the world, this guy would have a job forever. Well, you're talking about the goats now, Jim. You know, those, 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 those are you, you name three of the best to ever do it. You know, you. You know, that's not what we're looking at with the 32 uh, GMs and things around the National Football League. We're not talking about that. As we send a kiss to those folks, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, grateful and thankful to them. Our show is brought to you by Kay this holiday. Give a gift that means a lot without spending a lot. Now through November 28th, shop early and save at the Kay Black Friday sale. Exclusions apply. Visit Kay.com or your local Kay store for details. So much more with Larry Fitzgerald. He's in Mexico City. I'm Jim Gray. We'll be right back here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Larry's in Mexico City. Big game tonight, Arizona against the 49ers. We're brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. USAA. And a Salute to Service continues. For more information, you can log on to salute to service.com. Just tremendous 
And we're very thankful and grateful as we get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving this week for all the great work that our men and women do around the world in our military, giving of themselves so that all of us are able to do what we want to do and allowing the freedoms that we have. So our salute to them as we celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, Jim, you hit the nail on the head again. You know, this is Military Appreciation Month in the National Football League. It's loot to service. And, uh, you know, to be able to see all the players in their, their, their fatigues, towels, and the, the gloves and the custom cleats, you know, it just con- continues to show reverence for some, some people that we really appreciate and, and honor. And a guy who showed a lot of reverence and appreciation uh, after the game, uh, Nick Seriani, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, they came back and beat the Indianapolis Colts. Here's what he had to say after the game. He's one of the best damn football coaches I've ever been around. So I was hoping that that him and I would be able to coach against each other uh, in, in this game. But he he is one of, he he's my one of my biggest mentors. I got my dad. I got Larry Karras, and and I got Frank Reich. And Frank's such a good football coach. Yeah, you don't want to know what I think uh, of if he should be here or not, but. Uh, because you guys can probably imagine what I really think. Obviously not happy that one of his buddies, Frank Wright, uh, had been dismissed by the Colts uh, a week ago uh, before they played. Well, Jim, I mean, I completely understand the emotions that, that come with football games. And, you know, I, I was coached by Frank. You know, he was with me for a year in Arizona. I know the quality of coach he is in terms of the schemes and understanding of, of inner dynamics of personnel and players. And he made some decisions that I, I would imagine that he wished that, you know, would have worked out better. But in terms of the quality of the man, the the quality of the coach, you know, the the punishment didn't seem befitting, um, especially what he's done over the last few years there. And so you saw the passion come out of coach. And, um, you know, he, he just told you exactly what a lot of people feel when these, these type of decisions are made. And we also saw the passion uh, uh, out of Dan Campbell and the Lions uh, after their victory and, and Josh McDaniels. Uh, after his victory uh, against the Broncos, sweeping the Broncos, uh, the Raiders, uh, those teams have struggled. And you just see how much it means to these coaches and, and to these players when you get to hear the locker room speech right afterwards. It's uh, it's really something, isn't it? Well, Jim, so much goes into it, Jim. I mean, you got to think these guys are up at 4 o'clock in the morning in the office at 5. You don't see your kids. You don't see your wives. You don't see your friends. I mean – the coaches on your staff are your best friends. The players that you coach every day are who you confide in. I mean, it's, the relationships are so meaningful. And so when you're able to have that that triumph, that that brief feeling of euphoria when that clock strikes zero and your team has come out victorious, like you just overcome with emotion, Jim, because you realize just how damn hard it is to be able to capture that moment, to be able to win the National Football League. It is, it is not for the faint of heart, uh, and so much goes into it. You're exactly right. So much emotion, and we're going to talk about the other side of it. Let's remind everybody, Let's Go is brought to you by American Express. It's easy to get excited about going to a game. You hear the sound of the whistle or smelling of the game day concessions. You can do all that from your seat. And it's that stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game, and you know that Amex is going to be there every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. You really got a feel for the other side of these guys now as we get ready for Thanksgiving. We've lost a couple of coaches already, and Nathaniel Hackett uh, loses in overtime. He said before the game against the Raiders, uh, somebody's got to win this game, and then Raiders go straight down the field uh, to get into overtime and then win uh, on Adams' catch from Carr uh, in overtime. Do you think that Hackett's going to survive this process? Well, Jim, I mean, he can't survive it at this rate. You know, obviously – they can get it turned around and they can find some some way to be able to to get that offense, you know, moving in, in, a, in a direction that, uh, you know, 
that's enjoyable to watch and and then you can see noticeable you know maturity I, I i don't know if it's possible jim it's 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 really rough it doesn't look like there's much of a connection between him and russell wilson they pay russell wilson 200 you know plus million dollars so he's not going anywhere you know and so what gives is, is usually the coach that goes before anything um and you know I, like i said i, I don't want to say the fork is you know is in him but you know things have to turn around really really quickly you know for you know management not to think about making a decision to change well russell wilson's a bad investment well, that I was a bad decision. That, he's, he's been banged up. He's been banged up. You know, is he the player that we've known him to be over the last few years? No. Um, I don't think the sample size is large enough to say he's finished. You know, he hasn't been playing well. I didn't well. say he's finished. I said it was a bad investment. Uh, I mean, I think that's still to be seen, Jim. Uh, so I'm I'm going to agree to disagree with you on that. We all like Russell Wilson, too. No, this is not personal at all. This yeah, it's is not this personal at all. Just looking at what I've, what I've watched over the course of the over the, over the, over the season. He looks, he's playing like a guy who's, who's got some injury issues, who's, who just doesn't have his confidence right now. Really? You think that's what it is? Yeah. I mean, Jim, his right shoulder has been banged up. It was surgically repaired before the season. I mean, he's, he's, not, he's not playing to the level that, we're, that we've seen him play. And he's not the only great player around the league that's paid handsomely that's not playing to the level that we're expecting him to see him play either. Like who else? Kyler Murray. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we can go. I mean, there's 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 guys who, like you you say, you know, we would love to see these players play to the level that we've come to expect, and and that's that's just not happened. I'm not saying those guys have played as poorly as as Russell Wilson has, but you know, it happens. It's, it's the National Football League. So, is injury an excuse? Don't you take yourself off the field if you can't perform? No, that's not. That is not what you do, Jim. No, everybody's everybody is hurt and injured at this point in the season. Correct. You get to, this, you get to November. Everybody's dealing with something. It's a hamstring. It's a turf toe. It's a shoulder. It's a, it's a something. But you know you can't take that out of the equation. That guy's hurt. You have to also understand these these players are human. They're dealing with things, and you know they're working their best way through it. And sometimes it doesn't look good. Would it be safe to say that if the Walton Penner Group owned the Denver Broncos at the time that Russell Wilson was available, perhaps he would not have this deal? No, I don't think, you know, you look back in the offseason, Russell Wilson was, you know, the hottest quarterback, you know, you know, that was available for trade. I mean, there was the Denver Broncos were one of a few teams that were looking to make a move. I mean, I know you remember that. They felt like this would get them out of quarterback purgatory, which they've been in since Peyton retired. And everybody thought this this would be the this would be the move that would, would get them back into contention and make the Broncos relevant again. Um just based on his ten year history in Seattle, what he's able to accomplish. You know, his durability, uh, his leadership, um, his commitment to the community, all of the things that you want in a franchise quarterback, he displayed all of those. And so I think when they made the decision to trade for him, it was under the understanding that that's the kind of player that they were going to get. Can I surprise you in Mexico City? Um, no. Sit down. Put on your seatbelt. Pete Carroll knew something that the rest of us didn't know. Uh, I knew, I knew, I knew there was could be a show without you taking a shot at Pete Carroll. Um, I, I, that's I don't a know. nice. I, that's a nice compliment. No, I don't know if that was the case or the hall was just too good to pass up. You know, he got offered a package that was, you know, anybody can be moved for the right for the right price, Jim. Anybody. I mean, we, we've seen we've seen that. You know, they offered him a, a king's ransom, and and they had to make that decision. Larry, the Texans averaged seven point two inches. <laughs> seven point two inches. <laughs> in the first half. <laughs> and that wasn't nearly that wasn't nearly as bad as the two yards game by the Jets, though. I don't know. I don't know which was worse, Jim. That that that's that that's rough football out there, Jim. That's rough, rough football, man. <laughs> I, 
How is this possible? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Jim, you know, actually watching that that Patriots Jets game was actually it, it was it was actually entertaining, like in a really ugly, nasty way. You know, it was it, <laughs> watching that many punts and that many mistakes and that many bloopers and just ugly, nasty ball. It, it was actually kind of enjoyable. I, I sat there on the couch, you know, noticeably tickled by by the lack there of uh, quality sport play. You know, it was it was pretty funny. The Jets had more punts. 10, then they had completions, 9. And then after the game, Zach Wilson was asked if three points was letting down his defense, and he had the nerve to say no. Yeah, I mean, hello, you know any self-awareness here? Yeah, I know, Jim. It, it didn't come off well. It didn't It didn't really seem like he was uh, self-aware of the situation. You know, even if it, if you felt like it wasn't your responsibility, you, you know, you, you as a quarterback – you know, you take blame when it's not often when you when you're not to be blamed, and you, and you, and you have to, you know, you get credit when sometimes it's not, you know, your credit to be taken. Um, but I, I think you know you have to show accountability and you know just understanding that the game is bigger than you, bigger than one person. But the quarterback always gets the lion's share of the credit and the blame. You know, when things are going bad or things are going well, you got to be a good teammate, and you're yeah, a good teammate, aren't you, Fitz? Great teammate, I, one of the greatest ever. I try. I try to be Jim. Sometimes you can be a tough, tough to work with. You know, Snake. Snake says that, but you know, I love you. Snake never said that. Snake has never said that. And I was going to pay you a compliment because you're wearing you're wearing Brady brand today. You know, <laughs> in, in honor in honor of the man who comes before you and has his name on this program. Let's go with Tom Brady. He also has his own apparel line. It's called Brady Brand. You can check it out as Larry has at BradyBrand.com, including the new Brady pant. Go to BradyBrand.com and look good and feel better. Brady Brand, let's go. You like that stuff? I do. It's very comfortable. You know, it's uh, it's like my it's my plane wear, my plane attire. I like to travel huh? in comfort when you're on Delta, baby. You got to travel in comfort. <laughs> All right, Larry, give us a little of the tourism guide. You've been to 108 countries. What's special about Mexico City? Well, I, I really like the art scene here. Um, you know, I'm an avid art collector and, you know, I really liked some of the artists here in Mexico City. So, you know, when I do come down here, I always go check out, you know, a museum or, or two. And, you know, the restaurants are absolutely phenomenal. There's so many great spots you can go to. Um, so I, I just like the culture. The culture is really cool. I'm a big Mexico fan. Do you find a big difference between Cabo, where you regularly go, and yes. the mainland uh, uh, out of the Baja Peninsula different? Very much so. I mean, you get so much culture when you come to Mexico City. You know, Cabo's, you know, is a, is a tourist destination where people come and kind of come and go. Here, you know, you have really cool architecture, you know, just so, so many different um, cultural experiences that you can that you can partake in when you come down to Mexico City. So there's a, there's a huge difference. All right, Fitz, you have a great time. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be watching you tonight on ESPN, and we will see you in return back here to the homeland. Happy Thanksgiving, Fitz. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you. Um, looking forward to doing the game tonight as well. And I hope you and uh, Fran and the rest of the family and Snake and everybody else in the production team has a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. Thankful for the great Larry Fitzgerald. He is our expert, and any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia.
As we close out the show, we're very thankful to our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, for all of his hard work, and our production assistant, Harris Fabishoff. Thanks so much to our terrific sponsors, Hertz, USAA, Bank of America, American Express, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Morton's The Steakhouse. Let's Go, presented by Hertz, podcast with Larry Fitzgerald, was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.